We're glad you're here for today's edition of Sky Blue Wealth Weekly, which is a podcast where we provide you tips and advice on how to handle personal finances. I'm a certified financial planner, enrolled agent, and your host, Eric Powers. My company, Sky Blue Wealth Advisors, has been helping folks make tax-wise retirement plans for nearly two decades. Our topic today is maximizing your Social Security benefits. Now, I'm sure many of you have heard various strategies for claiming Social Security benefits, but today we'll be examining these strategies in detail, discussing the pros and cons, and ultimately guiding you towards the best decision for your retirement needs. Before we start, please remember that this podcast is for informational purposes only, and you should always consult with a financial planner to discuss your unique circumstances. So let's begin by discussing what Social Security is and how it works. Social Security is a federal program that pays benefits to qualifying workers and their families in the form of retirement, disability, or survivor payments. Employees contribute to the program through payroll taxes, which are then used to pay current retiree benefits. In order to be eligible for these benefits, you must have to have worked and paid into Social Security for at least 10 years. Now, when it comes to claiming Social Security, you have three main options. You can claim early, which is before your full retirement age, also referred to as FRA or NRA, normal retirement age. Number two, or the second option is you can claim at your full retirement age, FRA. And then third is you can delay claiming until after your full retirement age. We'll discuss each of these options in detail and explore the pros and cons of each. So claiming early. Claiming Social Security benefits early means starting to receive benefits before your full retirement age. For most people, this is between age 66 and 67, depending upon your year of birth. So the earliest you can start claiming benefits is at age 62. Now, The main advantage of claiming early is that you'll start receiving benefits sooner, which can be helpful if you need the income right away or want to retire early. However, there's a significant trade-off. Your monthly benefit is going to be reduced. So as an example, if your full retirement age is 66, but you start claiming it at 62, your monthly benefit is going to be reduced by 25% forever for the rest of your life. If your full retirement age is 67, one year later, again, based upon your date of birth, the reduction is more significant and that's 30% for the rest of your life. And while claiming early might seem appealing and statistically speaking, most people do, unfortunately, it's essential to weigh out all of the long-term implications of permanently reducing your benefits. On a related note to claiming early, if you continue to work while you're claiming Social Security benefits before reaching your FRA, your full retirement age, your payments may be lowered further due to what's called an earnings test. What this does is it restricts the amount of money that you can actually earn without jeopardizing the benefit that you're receiving. In 2023, the ceiling was $21,240 per year without benefits being reduced by $1 for every $2 that you've earned beyond that amount. I'll say it again, it gets a little confusing, but your benefits will be decreased by $1 for every $2 you've earned beyond that point. Once you've reached full retirement age though, the earnings test no longer applies. Now let's talk about claiming at full retirement age. Claiming social security benefits at your full retirement age means that you'll receive 100% of your primary insurance amount, also known as PIA. This is the benefit amount you're entitled to based upon your lifetime earnings looking at 35 years of history of your top earning years. 
For most people, this may seem like the most straightforward option. It allows you to receive your full benefit without any reductions or delays. But if you're in good health and expect to live a long time, you might be leaving money on the table by not considering the next option, which is delaying your benefits. If you choose to delay your benefits past your full retirement age, you'll earn delayed retirement credits. I realize we're using a lot of acronyms here, but this one, delayed retirement credits, is DRCs. These credits increase your monthly benefit by a certain percentage for each month that you delay up until age 70. Again, up until age 70, so there's no reason to delay beyond age 70. So for example, if your full retirement age is 66 and you delay claiming until age 70, your benefit will increase by 32%. If your full retirement age is 67, the increase is 24%. So simple math, even though these credits are built up on a monthly basis, it works out to be 8% per year that you've delayed. This strategy can result in much higher benefit payments, which can be especially valuable if you live well into your 80s or 90s. Also, a higher benefit can also mean a larger survivor benefit for your spouse should you pass away before them. So now that we've covered the three main claiming options, let's dive into some of the specific strategies to help you maximize your Social Security benefits. First, there was a file and suspend strategy, which is no longer available. The file and suspend strategy was a very popular method used by couples in order to maximize their benefits. For that reason, the Social Security Administration realized that people were taking advantage of it because it wasn't intended to actually work the way it was being used strategically. So they took it out and closed that loophole. And another strategy that I'll mention only to say it's really not available anymore is the restricted application. And again, this strategy really works for only married couples where one would restrict their application. I mentioned that this one was limited because you would have had to have implemented this strategy previously because it's not available to anyone who was born after 1953. So as we turn back towards strategies that we could start to look at, we want to look at a break-even analysis. One way to determine the best time to claim your Social Security benefit is to perform a break-even analysis. This involves calculating the point at which the total lifetime benefits received by claiming early or at full retirement age or by delaying benefits becomes equal. By doing this, you're able to assess which claiming strategy will deliver the most substantial overall benefit based upon your life expectancy. We don't know what the crystal ball or what the future will hold, but some people are able to look at their family history and say, I have above average or below average life expectancy, and I'll incorporate that factor. In order to conduct a break-even analysis, you'll need to gather certain information, including your complete retirement age, your primary insurance amount, and the percentage reduction or increase for claiming early or late. Next, what you do is you total the benefits you receive under each claiming scenario and compare them to see which option would result in the most significant lifetime benefit for you. Another strategy to consider is coordinating your spousal benefits. So for married couples, coordinating your claiming strategy can help you maximize your combined benefits. For example, the higher earning spouse might delay claiming their benefits to earn the delayed retirement credits, the DRCs, while the lower earning spouse may claim their benefits earlier. And this can provide some income in the short term while maximizing the higher income earner's benefit for the longer term. Another approach to coordinating spousal benefits is for both spouses to claim their benefits at their respective full retirement age. Sounds pretty straightforward, but then they have the higher earning spouse suspend their benefit to earn delayed retirement credits. So this can be a useful strategy for couples who need some income right away, but still wanna maximize their benefits for the long run. 
This next one is less of a strategy and more a uh, notification about the benefit. If you're widowed or surviving divorced spouse, you might be eligible for survivor benefits based upon your deceased spouse's earning record. You can claim these benefits as early as age 60, so that's earlier than 62, or age 50 if you're disabled. However, claiming survivor benefits do result in a reduced benefit amount. One strategy to consider is to claim your survivor benefit while allowing your own retirement benefit to grow through the delayed retirement credits. And then at a later date, you then switch over to your own higher benefit amount. So this approach can help you maximize your overall benefit, particularly if there's a significant difference between your own retirement benefit and your survivor benefit. In some cases, it may also make sense for a surviving spouse to claim their own retirement benefits early and then switch to the survivor benefit at their full retirement age or later. This strategy can be beneficial if the survivor benefit is much larger than the survivor's own benefit and will ultimately provide that higher significant income. As we talk about strategies and benefits, we do have to, of course, consider taxes and other sources of income and how they impact things. So when you're deciding when to claim your Social Security benefits, it's essential to consider your overall financial picture. So this includes your tax situation and other sources of income like pensions, retirement accounts, and part-time work. For example, if you have a significant income from other sources, you may want to delay Social Security to maximize your taxable income and reduce the portion of your benefits which is subject to tax. There's something that we're not going to go in detail here, but I am going to provide you the reference terminology because it goes beyond the scope of our podcast episode today. But your Social Security benefits has calculations behind the scenes to arrive at what we earlier called the PIA, your private insurance amount. There are things called bend points. Those bend points really determine some of the calculations before it even gets to the PIA. Something else to consider is that Social Security itself, those benefits are up to 85% taxable. Now, this sounds contrary to what people believe because they paid tax into the system in order to later receive a benefit. However, now that benefit is also being taxed up to potentially 85%. Now, there are other rates. There's 50% and 0%. Again, we're not going to go into that detail either, but it's something to be aware of in your planning. And as you look at your full financial plan and the length of your financial plan, it's crucial to consider the implications of your required minimum distributions. RMDs, as they're called, come from IRAs and 401ks, 403bs, 457s, TSAs, all retirement plans. And as of the date of this recording, there's a Secure Act 2.0, which revised when your RMD age is. It used to be 70 and a half, then it was revised to 72, and now it's a range between 72 and 75, depending upon the year you were born. The issue with the RMDs is when those distributions come out, they're taxable, and that would raise your taxable income, whereby altering the taxation of your Social Security benefits. You see how that's connected. You may have an opportunity to reduce your tax burden and save some more of your retirement income by combining your claim approach with your RMDs. Another consideration going into your Social Security claiming strategy is your health and your life expectancy, which we touched on earlier. If you're in excellent health and have a great family history of longevity, congratulations, that's great. You're going to live a long time or you hope to, but that would dictate the approach that you take. And the strategy that you implement should include delaying your benefits to receive a larger monthly amount over your entire life. On the other hand, if you're in poor health and you have a family history of shorter lifespans, 
claiming benefits earlier or at your full retirement age may make more sense since you may not live long enough to reap the rewards of the delayed retirement credits. If you have a few years with low or no earnings, your benefit amount may be significantly affected by claiming early. In that case, it may make more sense to claim benefits earlier rather than waiting for a small increase in your DRCs. However, if you have a consistent work history with high earnings, waiting to claim benefits could result in a way more substantial increase in your monthly benefit, making the delay more worthwhile. We've covered a lot of information so far, but I encourage you to stick with me. I'd like to explore a few more considerations that are gonna help you to make the best decisions when it comes to claiming social security benefits. One thing that you wanna consider is Medicare premiums. Medicare is an essential component of healthcare for retirees, right? And it's important to understand how your social security claiming strategy can impact your Medicare premiums. Most people have their Medicare Part B premiums directly deducted from their social security benefit. You don't have to, but most people do. But if you delay claiming social security, you'll need to pay your Medicare premiums out of pocket until you begin receiving those benefits. Because Medicare begins at age 65 for most folks, unless they're covered by another plan and choose to delay that. Also, here's an important point. Higher income individuals may be subject to something called an IRMA, Income Related Monthly Adjustment Amount, which increases the cost, your premium cost for Medicare Part B and Part D based upon those income levels. Now, the interesting and difficult part of the IRMA is that it actually looks at your income from two years prior. So you wanna carefully time your social security benefits and other income resources so that you may be able to minimize the impact of the IRMA on your Medicare premiums. Another thing is considering inflation and cost of living adjustments. You've heard them called COLAs. Social security benefits are subject to annual COLAs, which help to protect your benefits from the effect of inflation. The COLA is based upon CPI. CPI is another way of saying inflation, but it's also called chained inflation, where it's CPIW, and it varies from year to year. When planning your claiming strategy, it is essential to consider the potential of the impact of inflation and the COLAs on your benefit. Delaying benefits can result in higher monthly amounts, which, when combined with COLAs, could provide a substantial protection against inflation over time, so it is very important. Also, given your circumstances, you may have to factor in divorce and remarriage. If you're divorced, it's important to understand how your claiming strategy may be affected. You could be eligible for spousal or survivor benefits based upon your ex's earning record, provided that you were married for at least 10 years and have not remarried before the age of 60. In some cases, claiming benefits on your ex's record may be more advantageous than claiming on your own, particularly if their earnings were significantly higher. It's really important to consider this option when you're planning your claiming strategy. The next tip I have is to seek professional advice. Navigating the complexities of not only Social Security claiming strategies, but your entire financial plan and income strategy can be challenging and every individual circumstances are different it's always a good idea to consult a financial planner in order to get your specifics down. So pulling it all together, there are many factors to consider when you're determining the best time to claim your Social Security benefits. By taking the time to carefully evaluate your options and seek professional advice when you need it, you can make the most of this essential retirement income source and enjoy a more secure financial future. Deciding when to claim your Social Security benefit is complex and an entirely personal decision. 
Don't hesitate to consult with your financial and tax planner, or if you need some assistance and don't have one, feel free to give me a call. My number is 860-368-0827. I work nationwide. I'm happy to answer questions. You can also find me on my website and reach out that way. That's skybluewealth.com. Again, my company name is Sky Blue Wealth Advisors. The website is skybluewealth.com. Thank you for joining us today on this episode of Sky Blue Wealth Weekly. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover in the future, please reach out. Until next time, here's to a secure and prosperous future. Have a great day. Investment advice offered through Private Advisor Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor.